Dear leaders, the Leaders Lounge brought to you by the World Class Training Institute is here for you. Leaders need support too, and this is where you'll find it. This podcast will give you the tools, tips, and strategies to help you lead your teams to success. Also, here you will find a soft place to land when your leadership journey feels overwhelming. We will help you to know that you are not alone in handling some of the challenges that you face. Finally, be sure to access worldclasstraining.net. That's worldclasstraining.net to view all of our leadership programs and make sure that you access our newest book, Unpacking Agape, the Seven Languages of Intentional Leadership at worldclasstraining.net forward slash agape. Now, here's the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Leaders Lounge. I am Dawn Morris, of course, the um, host of the Leaders Lounge, the curator of the Leaders Lounge, and the chief training officer of the World Class Training Institute. And have I have got a show for you today. This show was placed on my heart as the world began to mourn the life and legacy of the great Tina Turner. And I'm saying great as someone who has gotten another level of respect and reverence for her, even in her death. And as I was thinking about doing the show and as I was seeing all of the information that was pouring out about the lady Tina Turner, I was just saying to myself, I really wish that as a people, we celebrated more people in their lives than we do in their death. Not that it's not important to celebrate them in death, but when we can, as they say, give them their flowers while they are living, it would mean the world. And I'm sure if she had seen how much people had revered her, although I'm sure some people may have let her know, it would have even done her more or given her more joy in her life. So we must celebrate people in their lives because um, the other piece of that is as someone who was a lot younger when she was approaching her heyday, I wasn't really tapped into the power of the woman that is Tina Turner, or that was Tina Turner. I, of course, knew about a little bit about her history with her ex-husband, and I knew about Proud Mary, her hit. I knew about um, What's Love Got to Do With It, her movie, and of course, the song, and um, of course, her um, great hit which uh, was also sung on the Oprah Winfrey show, which is simply the best, which a lot of people are even now um, using as a title to describe Tina Turner. But as I, again, was seeing all of the pouring, pourings in of information related to who she was, I was like, I am Tina. You know, there are things in my life that are in direct alignment with how she lived um, and that I think we all can tap into as we're leading ourselves and leading others. And so I came up with six that I am sharing today. And I want you all to just kind of tap into your own lives and think about 
if you're using these as you're leading yourselves or if you should lead, use them as you're leading yourselves because uh, and leading others because as I thought about them again, I said to myself, in some ways, I am Tina and didn't even know it. And so it was it was just um, a life giving moment for me. So, again, as you listen, think about how this resonates for you. I have six. The first one is lay aside every weight. And so this relates to specifically her divorcing Mr. Ike Turner. And when she divorced him, she didn't take anything with her from a material standpoint. The only thing that she wanted was her name. And as I was thinking about, of course, my own life, I thought about, um, for those who don't know, I've been married a couple times. The first person I really consider a husband. The second person, I'm going to say he was a husband. But the only thing that I carried from that marriage, because it was so quick, because, again, he was abusive, was his name. And I have been asked, well, do you want to go back to your old name? Um, and I, I chose not to. It wasn't the same reason that Tina did. But I said, this is a part of my life experience. And as I've gone forward in life, that name is the name that I now carry. And I'm actually really building a strong brand around and uh, public brand. Anyway, I still love, uh, you know, Carter, my birth name. Cooper was the person with whom I was married for several years and had my son. Um, Morris was the name that I, I where I married someone and that was the person who was abusive and again without going into a whole lot of details on that i i was married a very brief time but i carried the name i kept the name even at the suggestion of some people who said you know you should just forget that name forget that that ever happened because of how he was no this is a part of my life this is a part of my life experience and again um i laid aside every other weight um every other thing that came as a part of that relationship but i kept my name and so for you, it may not be a name. It may not be, um, it may be something else. But the idea of understanding that material things don't matter as much as your soul matters. And that's what she was saying. I don't need any of that stuff. Give me my name. I'm going to roll with it. And I'm going to move ahead. And that's what we have to do in life. We have to lay aside anything that could potentially hold us back. Hold on to only those things that can help us move forward and run the race that is set before us. So that is the first thing. Lay aside every weight. The next thing that I want to share is always keep moving. She kept her eye on the North Star. And I shared a recent um, a publish, publication, I should say, from Barnes and Noble when she first passed, where she talked about the need to always keep moving. Um, I'm going to try to pull the quote right quickly from her, um, because what it said was that, in essence, we don't want to stop for anything. And what she says is you keep moving. Just, you just don't stop. No matter if there's one slap to the face, turn the other cheek. And the hurt you're feeling, you can't think about what's being done to you now or what has been done to you in the past. You just keep going. And 
a couple of years ago, I even had a shirt that says, keep going. I was selling a shirt that said, keep going, because that idea of when you get up in the morning, you may move fast, you may move slowly, but you must keep going. People are going to do things to you that, and the longer I live, the less I get surprised about it, but that may surprise you or that may be um, counter to what you may think they would have done, but you have to keep moving. And so as we're unleashing our Tina, the thing that we have to also remember is that we have to keep our eye on the North Star and that's what Tina Turner did and that's what she shared with us. So that is the second thing that we must do. Keep our eye on the North Star and always keep moving forward no matter what. And again, some days we're not always going to move at the rapid pace that we like. We may just be able to get one thing done and that one thing can be enough for that moment. So that's the second thing. So first thing, lay aside every weight. Second thing is to always keep moving. Number three, I love this one, especially as I am maturing in life. Um, your best moves come after seasoning. Your best moves come after seasoning. Tina Turner did not get her first hit until she was 44 years old. And I'm going to say that again. She did not get her first hit until she was 44 years old. Some people think that once they have reached 30 and if they haven't gotten their big break, then life is over. No. Sometimes we have to be seasoned and we have to sit in a place where we are learning and we are uncovering the best that is of us to reveal to the world. I was also listening to T.D. Jakes and he said that he was at a dinner several years back and he was speaking and he said, I'm getting old. And Bob Schaefer told him, don't ever say that again. He said, because do you know that some of Bob Schaefer said his best work happened at 65. And he said, um, and this is T.D. Jakes now talking, T.D. Jakes said, you know, sometimes, particularly in um, the African-American community, we sit back and think that once we hit 65 and 70, that we should just be in a rocking chair somewhere waiting for somebody to serve us some sweet potato pie uh, on a plate and take the plate back while we just sit still. And no, that is not what we should do. We don't, we should start thinking, hey, I can run for president at 70. Why? Because I've learned enough. I've learned enough. And so that is the thing. Our greatest moves come after we have been seasoned. Number four, don't put limits on love. And before I get into this one, I am going to just take a break, not a break, but, but a, a, a PSA and talk about the idea of agape love, which is from my book, um, Unpacking Agape, The Seven Languages of Intentional Leadership. And I talk about love as a behavior, um, the language as a behavior. And so when I say don't put limits on love, you see and hear in her story about how she had a terrible in, in first marriage. I'm going to say terrible because of how he treated her. 
Um, but, you know, I say in life, all things are necessary. If it wasn't for an Ike, there may not be a Tina. So all things are necessary. But in the eyes of what we view love to be, it was terrible. And so she didn't, though, when love showed up to her, put limits on it. And her husband, Mr. Bach, didn't put limits on loving her. And as a result, they were able to enjoy over 30 years of relationship and then marriage. Now, she may have had some um, trepidation because it took her several years to agree to marry him, uh, but she allowed that space for love to come in. And it didn't matter from whom it was coming. It was the fact that her heart and her mind was open for when it happens. And as we are loving others, in leadership, we have to allow not for the negative things to take um, precedence in our lives, but for the positivity that can come as a result of us first being more aware, but also of us being more open to the fact that there are millions of people in this world because that got one or two bad apples does not mean that the best apple is not right around the corner. So we have to stay open and not place any limits on love. And I'm also going to share from my book, Unpacking Agape, as we are thinking about um, moving ahead and moving forward, I write about how Dawn Staley, uh, the head coach of South, the women's basketball at South Carolina, University of South Carolina, um, said in her, uh, when she was interviewed for the Coach's Playbook, which was on Netflix, that she used to carry weight of the past and things that uh, basketball, she talked specifically about the Virginia game that she, where she did not win the championship in college um, and how that carried in her life, she carried that weight uh, for much longer than she should have in her life, but she changed her thought process. And she said, 24 hours of a victory after a victory or 24 hours after a defeat, I move on. So either I'm celebrating a victory for 24 hours or I am um, sitting in the space of defeat for 24 hours. But after 24 hours, we move on. And the more we're able to do that, the more we stay open to not placing limits on this thing called love. So number five, as we are unleashing our Tina and exploring how we can take these leadership lessons and carry them forth in our own life um, was amazing to me. And Maybe I'm undervaluing or underestimating uh, how people in the rock and roll world live, uh, but we often hear about the drugs and rock and roll and the uh, alcohol and all of that as a part of rock and roll. But I heard Tina Turner say that she never had any drugs or alcohol, and I thought that was amazing. She kept her mind clear, which is number five. Keep our minds clear. And I'm one who, um, as I say, I am Tina. Uh, I have drunk alcohol occasionally, but I do not do any of that other stuff and never got caught up in um, the marijuana phase. And I know a lot of people use it 
medicinally and, you know, as a relaxing agent and it's now legal in a lot of places. And that's fine, you know, for those people who, who want to engage, um, hey, engage. Um, because what I also tell people is I find it interesting that uh, for me, I say, these weed smokers allow me to be able to pass them on the road because they be sitting there and the light has turned green and uh, they haven't tapped into it yet. So y'all weed smoking makes me go faster. So, uh, and that's a joke. It's a joke, but it's, I'm also serious about it because yeah, I think weed does slow our brains down a little bit. And so um, as we're unleashing our Tina, I want us to just think about how we can keep our minds as clear as possible. I think that we make better decisions when our minds are clear. And when we um, engage too much in illicit drugs and alcohol. And I know, again, marijuana is legal, uh, but to me, again, everything that's legal isn't necessarily good for us, i.e. cigarettes and vaping and all that other kind of stuff. Um, and even alcohol. Alcohol can kill people if you, you drink and drink and drive and all of that. So um, keeping our minds clear is important as we're leading ourselves and leading others. And I'm going to even go outside of the realm of the drugs and alcohol and say, keeping our minds clear of what we take in our ears and what we visualize with our eyes through this social media world, so many different um, distractions and so many different uh, um, visual uh visually tempting things come can come our way. And if we don't monitor, and as my pastor says, control our ear gates and our eye gates, then we can have our minds clogged with unnecessary distracting things that are not helping us to move forward. So it's not only the drugs and alcohol um, from a tangible sense, but it's the drugs and alcohol of the social media world that can clog our minds and keep our minds and people. As um, I just heard Darius Daniels say the other day, he said, you know, it's not just that life be life but people be people and control the people who are in our ears and, and who are able to control our minds because without a clear mind, we cannot make great decisions. So that is number five. I'm gonna just review all five of them before I go into the last one. So the first one is to lay aside every weight, give up anything and stop anything that is not moving you in the direction that you need to go. Number two, always keep moving. Keep your eye on the North Star. Number three, if you haven't done it yet, it does not mean it is not going to happen because our best moves come after seasoning. Number four, don't put limits on love. Number five, keep your mind clear, free from any drugs and alcohol. And number six, find your place of solitude and reside there. And so, um, again, as I am maturing and getting more seasoned in life, I'm finding so much peace in the space of me and in the space of just um, 
sitting and resting and, and um, enjoying my home. And I saw where Tina Turner uh, had written in, in Swedish um, a sign on their door, do not interrupt before 12 noon. And I said, come through, Tina. So I'm not at that point where I'm not able to, um, where I'm saying, you know, I, I don't speak to people before 12, but I am finding that I, I do take time where it's just me. It may just be me in a book. It may just be me and my thoughts. And it's my place to reflect and to find solace. It may be me and the Bible, and I'm just listening for what the next move from God is for my life. And I think that's so important for us. We can get caught up in the rat race of life and be going so fast and so quickly that we forget to just sit in the place of stillness and allow God's divine messaging to come into our spirit and to help us with our next best move. So that is the last thing. Find your place of solitude and reside there. Tina Turner, born in Nutbush, Tennessee was an amazing singer. I've even heard some of her singing recently um, and just not even her hits, but she was sitting um, on a 60 Minutes interview and, and she just had a, an amazing, unique voice. And if I can add even a, a bonus to this is to rock, as my friend um, Adrian said, rock your zone. Love the uniqueness that is you and ride that thing till the wheels fall off. Her voice was so unique. And she said, you know, there was a time when she even thought, well, you know, my voice doesn't sound like the Diana Rosses and, you know, some of the other singers that were big in that time. But the thing that made her her was the voice that was so unique. It cannot be duplicated. It cannot be duplicated. Haven't heard anybody like her before or since. And when she showed up to perform, she let you have it. And that's the other thing I say. So that's bonus point five is to when the lights go on for you, you better rock your zone and let people have it. Don't be afraid to show up in the as the best you possible. You will not regret it. And so um, I salute Miss Tina Turner, born November 26, 1939 in Brownsville or Nutbush, Tennessee, and died May 24, 2023 in Kuznacht, Switzerland. Um, as we're living our lives and leading our lives, unleash your Tina. Unleash those things that are going to make you be your best. Don't be afraid to go in a lane that others are not in because it's in your unique lane that your gifts will make room for you. So again, as I wrap up today, lay aside every weight, always keep moving, understand your best moves may come later in life. They come after seasoning. If they come earlier, that's fine too, but understand that seasoning makes a dish 
that much more magnificent. Um, don't put limits on love. Keep your mind clear and then find your place of solitude and reside there. Again, this is the World Class Training Institute's Leaders Lounge. I am Dawn Morris. Please make sure to go to worldclasstraining.net for all of our leadership and professional development um, offerings. And you can connect to me there as well um, through our Calendly. I'd be happy to sit down with them in a meeting with you and to talk about how I can benefit and our team can benefit your organization. So um, worldclasstraining.net. You can go straight to our professional development page by worldclasstraining.net forward slash P as in Peter or professional D as in D as Dawn or development. So worldclasstraining.net forward slash PD. And of course, pick up a copy of our latest book, Unpacking Agape, the Seven Languages of Intentional Leadership. Um, I'm also here for you if you like. Um, uh, I've gotten requests to come and speak at, at different organizations, presentations. I am here for that as well. So um, please make sure you have a fantastic day. Go out, unleash your Tina, and activate these leadership lessons um, as we continue to celebrate the life and legacy of the queen of rock and roll, Mrs. Tina Turner. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of The Leader's Lounge. Remember that the World Class Training Institute exists to help your organization maximize its greatest resource, which is human capital. And the way that we do that is through the delivery of our leadership and professional development training programs. To help your organization be its best, please access our worldclasstraining.net website and schedule time to have a conversation to see how we can help you maximize your greatest asset, which is human capital. And also please feel free to pick up our book, which is Unpacking Agape, the Seven Languages of Intentional Leadership at worldclasstraining.net forward slash agape. That's worldclasstraining.net forward slash agape. And we can also come to your organization for any speaking engagements related to leadership and professional development. So until next time, remember when you're better, We're better. Take care.